for a little bit. So I actually was fortunate enough to move up to Tomball with my wife and my kids back in March. Oh, uh, so okay. we no longer so live in downtown out. Houston. So the closest course to home is Wynwood. I live about Ooh. 10 minutes away. So I have been spending a lot of time there. Uh, I was preparing for this tournament for quite a while. Uh, it meant a lot to me because of the location and my, my personal faith uh, and, and why I play the game of disc golf. Uh, you know, I'm always just trying to um, basically just project the image of Jesus onto the track, uh, you know, not without being really pushy about it, but I just want everybody to know that, like, you know, if you ever want to come talk to me, I'm available, you know, and I just, I just play this game for, for his glory instead of my own. Um, but we were, I was talking to some friends, we were looking at the weather, uh, knowing it was going to be just absolutely horrendous and it was funny because the day before I finally had some time to sit down and watch the first round coverage of DDO and I was like you know what if Calvin Heimberg can shoot 14 down and pouring down rain I can go out there to Wynwood and I can do my best in these conditions as well um, so that was kind of my motivation my thought process going in um, and uh, that morning I woke up I had a had a good breakfast uh, made sure that my bag had everything I needed. I had my chalk. I had uh, towels. I had. Uh, I didn't have an umbrella, actually. Shout out to Matt Jewett. His umbrella literally saved my first round and probably was the reason that I shot so well because I was able to keep my bag dry. And then AP was so kind as to let me borrow his when, when Matt's backup umbrella broke on me in the second round. So, uh, yeah, a lot of love from the field. Uh, these guys are awesome and I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to do it without their help. So, yeah. Well, AP is definitely a wonderful person. We, we know him personally from uh, up here in the North and we play with him many, many times. And like I said, work with him with the Northside chain gang. But now that you're up here in the Tomball area, you are around a lot of great players. Is there, is there a group of guys that you play with on a regular basis up in this area now? Uh, so actually that's something that, uh, my wife has been telling me, hey, you need to start playing with some guys that, you know, because I, I spend time with with guys who kind of, you know, that I'm kind of bringing up. I got a couple of guys that I spend a lot of time with that I'm trying to elevate their game. But one thing that I have been lacking is people who can elevate my game. Um, and actually, I had the very fortunate occurrence to be able to go out and play around at Wynwood with AP and Freddie the very day before. Uh, and that was something I've been wanting to do for a long time, you know, um, my game has been a struggle uh, for the first quarter of this year, and I knew that I needed to get into a mindset where I'm constantly in that competition mindset if I'm going to, to, to elevate my game and to be able to go out there, play a casual round with two of what many people believe are some of the greatest players in the city uh, in the MPO bracket was absolutely amazing. Getting to watch uh, Freddie's sidearm approach shots and getting to see those long 80-foot drains that AP, AP is deadly from anywhere on the green. And it doesn't matter if it's circle one and circle two. And uh, I literally the shot that Meredith was talking about on hole two, uh, where he had a, a early drive, but then sank like an 80 footer for a, for a magnificent two. He literally did that the day before on the same hole from probably the exact same spot on hole two as well. So uh, I even made the comment when he did it, I got to see it two days in a row. So it was an amazing shot and it was great to play with him. Uh, casually and in a competition mode so wow that's yeah and I've had the both of those two players right there there's something to watch it you know you can learn something from them they're they're willing to give the information always flows 
they're very, very positive as well, which is, as you well, you know, as well as I do, sometimes you don't always find those kind of really high-end competitors who have that type of uh, personality, let's just say, so giving, so nice, so friendly. Um, but definitely those two are, are, are two of the ones that we have. I know David, I wish he'd get off that mute here in a second, but I know he's got a couple questions for you as well, because if anyone uh, understands that competition, that competition, the head, head uh, frame, it'd be him. What you got, David? A couple of things that I was thinking of. Uh, first of all, just to acknowledge um, your your talent and to be able to throw with both hands is incredible. And you know, uh, I too watched uh, a lot of uh, the DDO, and then I and then I just kind of let it roll um, into some other you know skin stuff. I just kind of let the YouTube you know play for me, whatever it would. And a lot of the top players in there. And uh, hearing them mic'd up in their practice rounds and stuff like that, it's really, it's, it's really, you, there's so much to learn from it. Um, and, and to be there in person, like you said, playing with Freddie and, and AP, playing with guys like that, there's this kind of, um, this thing that happens, this morphosis, you know, that gets into you when, you know, when you play. I know that when I played with uh, Tanner, um, the next few days, my flick game is better, you know. And it's not anything technically that I asked him. It's just something kind of osmosis. It just sort of seeps into you. And that sort of winning uh, mentality seeps in. But it uh, sounds like you you um, kind of grabbed the, the early lead and hung on. According to your rating, it looks like you just kind of squeaked in just enough to make it happen. How did you feel about your second round? Did you uh, feel like you were going to win it? Or were you kind of like shaky? So – I mean, I felt like I had a pretty comfortable lead uh, going into the second round, uh, but I knew that that I couldn't ever count AP out at any point during the round. I told myself, you know, uh, this is not a victory lap. Keep your foot on the gas. Um, and uh, I went out there and, and gave it everything I could. Um, my my putting inside the circle uh, was severely lacking in the second round. Um, and I was kind of disappointed in that. And it even got to a place where AP was, was, and I were within one stroke of each other. And then, um, you know, whatever happened, happened. And I was able to bring it home, uh, which, which felt really good. Um, yeah, I, I didn't, I, I kind of had expectations of going into the day, like I'm going to give it my best. And I think I'm, 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 I was believing for, for a good result, but I knew that, uh, you know, the difference between the first round and the second round was, was, it was night and day, you know, the first round, we're just out there. We're all, you know, having a good time, making the best of the situation and just enjoying the game. And then the second round, you know, that was kind of one of the first times that I really, you know, even though it was a field of five people, I had, like you said, some pretty respectable players in that field. And uh, it was the pressure, you know, I felt like, okay, this is a learning experience. I'm learning how to play from a position of pressure and and can I focus on my game instead of trying to you know I, one thing I, I told myself I was not going to do I'm not going to look at the live scores I'm not going to keep count of the the stroke difference between me and all the players on the card I'm just going to get out here I'm going to play the course I'm going to go through my routine I'm going to respect every shot and I'm going to do everything I can to put down the best round that I can and in the end it was it was enough to uh, secure uh, um, a good lead to, to come in with a four stroke lead uh, at the end of the round. So 
Well, I, I, you, you have to take consultants in what you won this weekend because while it may be a short field, you were the lowest rated player. And I'm not much into ratings. So this is exactly why right here. This is exactly why I don't like that tiered thing about people coming in and, oh, let's only let these people sign up first because they're rated this. And then it can trickle down to these guys. I'm not for that. I think that if you're good enough to win, you can beat anybody on any day. And you were the lowest rated player by far. I think 18. I think 18 was your closest. You think you're like 960 and 978 was the next one. And everybody else was 985, 990. So that field that you were playing in while short was stacked. And we all know the type of players, Charles Moore, for God's sakes. We've been watching that kid for the last three years just explode yeah. his arm, his length that he can get out there, his calmness through the box. You were really playing against some talented players. So to me, that second round and him, he's like, oh, God, we got some tough holes coming up. And when you're on those back last four or five holes, was your mindset just to play consistent? Did you find yourself taking chances? Or did you find that you were just kind of playing off some of the other guys' shots? Um, so real quick, back on that first thing, I've, this new mentality I've kind of given myself is, you know, because lately in the past, I've been really upset because I've been putting down ratings that were lower than my actual player rating. Uh, but then I just started telling myself, you know what? Player rating doesn't matter on game day. It's all about how you get out there and how you play. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, as far as the last five holes, you know, those last five holes at Wynwood can make or break your entire round. You can come through that entire course uh, and shoot a great score. And then you get to 17 through 21 and it can all go away in an instant. Um, so. Uh, for there, you know, I just stuck to my game plan. I'm, I I kind of played off of other players, uh, but really when I approach the box on 17, I'm playing it for a three unless there's a strong tailwind. Uh, and then I'm going to try to carry the swamp, but the wind was not right for it. So I just played the exact same play that I did in the first round, took a three on it, and just tried to keep it as calm, cool, and collected as I could on uh, 18 and 19 as well. And then 20, stick the island. Unfortunately, I, I was able to stick the island in both rounds, but I was not able to get the birdie because, I mean, ask any of the guys on the card. When we got to hold 20, it was the stiffest headwind I've ever played in a <laughs> sanctioned event in my life. It was Leo. absolutely ridiculous. You know, how the shortest hole, or one of the shortest holes on the course with no obstacles whatsoever, probably played as one of the hardest holes on the day. If you look at the averages, it was it was absolutely nuts. Um, that's and a then tiny, hold, tiny island. By yeah. The <laughs> and then on, on hole 21, uh, at that point, I knew what the outcome was. So I was just like, you know, let's shake hands and enjoy the last hole. And and once again, AP from about 90 feet uh, just sunk it right in the bucket for the only uh, – well, actually, James had a two, but he parked it. So AP's two was way cooler. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, he's deadly from anywhere. And uh, it was great to play with those guys. It was the first time I played with AP since Texas States in 2017. And it was the first time I got to play with Charlie. And uh, his form is so smooth. And watching him throw is, is a sight to see. So that was a pleasure for me, finally getting to meet him officially uh, in a sanctioned event and watch him play. Uh, and that kid's he's going to do amazing things with this golf. So, yeah. Yeah, with Freddie and AP and Charlie, they're, they have, they're, they're so calm. While they play, their personalities, they're even when it, they're 
their personalities are kind of how like they throw very calm, very smooth, very relaxed, very easy. And, and that's a great group. Those three right there. Uh, and shout out to pressure. Kurt too. Kurt's a, Kurt's a really cool guy. To play oh yes, with. yes, yes. I'm so sorry. Of course. Yeah, of course. I'm trying to leave I'm Kurt doing, out. Yeah, I've known Kurt for a while. Uh, we used we used to be fellow river grovers back in the day, and and Kurt, any given day, is always a threat. Um, and got to play around with him at at Moffitt during league, and yeah, love playing with the guy. Always fun to watch, and a great guy to play disc golf with as well. Well, uh, I know that you like to, you know, go on about the, your spiritual uh, life, and uh, I wanted to give you that opportunity with this next question. Um, a lot of the the uh, sports psychology books I, <clears throat> I read tend to gravitate towards gratitude and uh, kind of right off the bat, how, do, how important do you think is that having that attitude of gratitude in disc golf? Yeah, that attitude of gratitude is, is and not in a bad way, but it's kind of like a churchy phrase, but there actually is something about walking around with a thankful heart, you know, um, it, I mean, I, I have I, over 2020, I had some physical issues uh, with my lower back and I really wasn't able to play as much as I wanted to. Um, but there's been multiple times where I've had to stop playing because of an injury or something happened. And one thing I, I learned as I look back through the past is I always came back and did greater things uh, on the disc golf course than I did before that injury. Uh, and I said, this is going to be no different. I'm going to I'm going to come back, you know, I'm going to do my best and I'm going to do greater things. Um, thankful for the opportunity to play. Thankful uh, for the work that all the Houston disc golf guys put in at Wynwood. I think that course looks better than it ever has uh, in its entire history. It's, it's just an amazing, beautiful course to look at and just, just thankful, like I said, for the opportunity to play um, because it's, there's so many people who, you know, just can't. And uh, to be able to get out there, to be able to afford to enter a tournament, to be able to compete on that level and, and bring home a win um, and do it for his glory is, is all that I could ask for. Um, I'm super thankful for my wife. Uh, we're a one income family right now, although I did pass my, uh, my real estate exam today. So that's only for a little while longer, but my wife has been so supportive uh, and she, you know, bought me some, some, some dope uh, disc golf wear, you know, and, uh, has just been, uh, completely there for us as a provider, uh, since the COVID-19 pandemic kind of killed my job as a waiter. Uh, but at that same time, it opened up a door for us to be with the kids more and to just, you know, uh, kind of make a shift into a, a new season of life. So, but I told myself this year, like I'm going for it, you know, put off disc golf for a lot of reasons in the past, but it's not going to happen anymore. So I'm going to go for it. Hey, Jeremiah, I must say, I love, you know, you gave Jesus the glory. That was the first thing that came out of your mouth. And I, and I heard you, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, of course I forget, but like, that's right. Like, I love that. I love that about you. Um, I just connected the dots with talking with you earlier about um, even you putting the scripture on the disc. Um, So thank you for spreading the good news and loving people just like God intends us to do and giving him the glory. Like, I love it inspiring yeah, absolutely absolutely you feel like that would help me win tournaments if i started doing that maybe um 
if you started what what specifically if you started yeah, just glory I don't, okay glory i'll just start with glory i'll give some glory will that give me some tournaments you know <laughs> honestly just talk to him just be real with him you know okay. we don't have to uh, like he doesn't expect us to be john the baptist or paul or peter mm -hmm. he just he just wants a genuine relationship and and it starts we all start somewhere you know um as long as you're taking steps toward him uh is my opinion you know as long as your heart is genuine and 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 you're truly focused on loving him the best you can his love is is greater than anything we could imagine so you know i know we get down on ourselves a lot i'm a very imperfect person i've got a lot of you know skeletons in my closet you know but but all i know at the end of the day is he loves me and uh he loves watching me play so that's why i do it for him so yeah awesome good answer well jt uh, you got something else to me before we close? Uh, no, I just wanted to say that, you know, uh, just from my perspective, JT was always a threat. You know, anytime he was going to be, you know, in the field, I knew that, you know, you got that, you got that in you, you know, especially certain courses. Um, and, and I guess the the finish of Wynwood, it helps to be a lefty, I think, you know. Absolutely. You know, 19, 20. Those two right there, specifically yeah, those two, I think, sure. depending on the wind. But anyway, congratulations, JT. And thank you so much for thank coming you. on and talking with us. Um, I wanted to tonight have like a little section where we interact with and, and get a question from our, our feed, but it looks like we've lost our Facebook connection. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll do that next time. We'll get, uh, we'll get some questions from uh, people watching. Oh, what you got there? We're going to be giving away a couple of things this evening. That's just one that he's going to give away. But before we let him go, I definitely wanted to see if you have – it was wonderful what you said about your wife because I think that uh, both Hemi, myself, and Mary with her husband, Matt with his wife, uh, everybody on our show, Chrissy and her husband as well, I mean, we realize that we can't do this alone, and we're very fortunate. I mean, even this show, David and I have noticed, I mean, the time and the effort that it has taken us away from, you know, our family and wives is amazing, but to have their support is incredible. I loved hearing that from you as well. And, uh, you know, the more people understand it takes two, you know, uh, to get through what we do, it, 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 it'll definitely benefit you. But do you have anybody else that you'd like to shout out or any sponsors or thank yous or, you know, that you'd like to give before we go? Uh, of course, you know, all glory to the Father. Uh, Jesus is my sponsor make Jesus famous. That's why I play uh, my wife, of course. And uh, I'd like to thank Gorilla, but they haven't asked me to play for them yet. So maybe we'll, maybe one well, we do have two members on our playing show team. They're with Gorilla. You don't know how we have to have to give him a little insight there. Well, but uh, once again, thank you so much. Incredible job this weekend. You've been a great field and uh, under really great condi horrible conditions, but great job this weekend and thank you for coming on as well absolutely win, uh, win number 10 let y'all know uh i'm all about vintage innova i think it's the best plastic in the world so uh this week to contribute i'm giving away a star orc brand new still got the storage tab on it and everything uh 165 these things are money and also the verse on the back um, I've only had one person ever give me a disc with a Bible verse on it, and that was Meredith's husband, Sean. Uh, he put numbers 24 through 26 on it, and it's in my bag right now, and it is one of my go-to fairway drivers. First TL I've ever had, and I absolutely love it. 
and it has flight numbers on it. That's how much I love it. I'm throwing it with flight numbers on it. So anyways, I put that same verse on the back of this uh, disc right here. So uh, I'll get in touch with one of y'all and I'll find a way to get this to you and y'all can give this away to uh, a lucky winner this week. Thanks for having me guys. Really appreciate it. Right, yeah, thanks sir. JT, Thank congratulations. Thank you. Way to go, way to go. And following that, we need to go ahead and announce our last week's winner, Mr. Himmelin. Beautiful design that we have right now, right here for for the winner of last week was, is we need to have that saying, you know, that comfortable saying, like I like to say, you know, hey, don't let that tree get in the way of a good shot, things like that. Well, th last week's winner, I think him and I thought the best thing was, is what Connell Stillwagon had to say. And that was right before you throw, he always liked to say, do, do something, something cool. cool. Do something cool, man. So, Connell, we got this for you. I'll make sure you get that when I give it to Matt, but that will be in your hands right there. And uh, we also have another disc that we're going to give away this week. Oh, I love this sunshine one that Hemi did. I almost got a little red. Oh, it's pretty. I mean, that's pretty. So here at the end of the show, we were going to do it by comments. We can't really figure it out yet, but we do have some more giveaways for you guys that we will get to here shortly. But until then, hey, Meredith, this weekend, it's huge. We got something big. What's the news? Oh my gosh. It is women's global event. So this is a bi-yearly worldwide women's only. Um, it's part of the biggest thing that the world has going on that to promote disc golf for women. Um, Cause yeah, it's a competition against your, whoever you play with that day, but you're also competing with your rating against the world, no matter if you're a PDGA player or not. So it's such a beautiful event. Um, so with that said, that's next week. We um, I'll be helping host our local one here. And then our other Christy fountain in the Austin area is helping host theirs. And um, we'll, I'm so excited to recap that. So right now I'm just making sure to dot my eyes, cross my T's and say a little prayer for me because, oh my gosh, I just care so much. I'm just like anxiety ridden, but it's going to be great. I have so much great support. So, so that had, we have that coming up. Um, Chick Station Chains, we have our last week this week. Um, feel free to come out and just play with us. And obviously you wouldn't pay because it wouldn't count, but just get a feel. Next week we start at McDade, but this time it'll be a sanctioned six-week uh, league. So get in. It's only $20 for six weeks. Really. Oh, it's so much fun. Great. Yeah. We've been averaging like 20 people, uh, 20 ladies. So come on out and experience it. And then also I want to give out to shout to Michelle over at Chick Station Change Central. She's been having such a great turnout on Thursday nights. Um, they go different places, follow them on Facebook. I believe I've heard, uh, well, I won't give away the good news, but our, go follow them on Facebook. If you're Central Houston, um, it's a great place. They go to Moffitt and bandit they go to all those little places that are kind of in our loop and uh, near you and then also shout out to our southern birdies on the south side they have a clinic coming up in alvin and working with the city of alvin so it's going to be huge um stay tuned in june and go follow them on facebook as well southern birdies they have big things going on so that's what's going on well, i can't wait till this weekend and we're going to be doing some live coverage and i know if anything's an indication about what you did to us at that uh, putting and, and shot clinic that you did at Wynwood a while back, 
you're going to have me in tears because I know that the work you put into it and the ladies that put into it is quite impressive. And I can't wait to see you there. And we're going to have some live coverage for you uh, coming up on Saturday. Yeah. Woohoo. Chris put the tear in our eyes. I mean, yeah, he did mention you the content. Put the tears but- <laughs> in my you, you Dude, did it's, it. just, it's not me. It's a community. It's a community. True. Yep. Back to Jesus, right? So, right. Um, yeah, I'm excited. And then after that, um, I feel like it's like a week away. We're going to be going to California. There's a good handful of us of Chick Station Chains headed out to California to play women's uh, U.S. Women's Disc Golf Championship. So we've never had um, we've never really had anybody go represent really for us. And so we're actually having a waffle. And uh, if you want to get on in on that, you can comment. Or send me a DM, and we'll be doing those drawings Saturday after the Women's Global event, but feel free to get into that, and I can deliver those goodies. Um, If you need more details, comment or DM me, and I will get you connected to, um, because I've been posting kind of in the comments pictures of what's in there, and then I'm waiting on my Zucacarta show, because that's the big prize, thanks to Edge, and um, yeah, they donated that to Spring Wide Open that the Women's Global event won, so yeah. All right, I think that's all. There, May is well, huge. Let's get guys. that on our webpage too, so we can get that information out there to them. Whatever you have, let's post that. And we'll get that out there to them. Okay. Yep. All right. Now, Hemi, I got a question for you. Okay. You've been on the sidelines these last couple of weeks, and boy, have you been working on that flip game? I've got to see it. I've got to see it live and in person. You're kind of overcoming some injuries. How's the game? How's you feeling? And what are you going to do moving forward? Uh, feels good. Um, I played, uh, let's see, McDade. It got rained out a little bit. I played a few <laughs> holes at McDade, but I got to throw bit. some, I got to throw some, uh, backhand. And, uh, I, so like this was, this is the fourth week of forehand. And so I, I didn't push it too much. I just threw a couple of drives, but it was the first time I've done it in, you know, a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess since, um, spring wide open. So it's been a while since I've thrown a backhand mm-hmm. and, uh, and it came out pretty good. It felt, felt strong. Parked hole one, uh, McDade had a little one guy putting gallery over there. <laughs> He's like, wow, <laughs> great shot. I was like, thank you. <laughs> so it was like, that was my confirmation that, okay, I think I've got this, but let me tell you something. The, um, you know, it's kind of, we had had this sort of as a, as a theme uh, a couple of weeks ago about the pivot. And uh, I just wanted to say it's, you know, when life gives you these curveballs, sometimes you got to go with it. Don't fight against it, you know, and, and the, you know, playing this flick game, this forehand game for three weeks has really it's opened my eyes and, and not just, you know, I'm not saying that now I'm this, you know, Jeremy Colling flicker or whatever, you know, <laughs> I'm still bad. Let me just say that. But in doing that, it forced me to be in positions where I was always out of position. So I was always, I always had to scramble or make big putts or, you know, I shot a one down. I sent that to Chris. I'm always sending him my little highlights and I shot a one down at, at little E, you know, throwing only forehand. So that was four, five strokes better than I did it. It's big, big, big fiasco. I mean, adventure. Um, Bill and Ted's fiasco, but, um, but no, it's, it's been a really great experience and man, it feels good. Uh, finally, you know, have you been incorporating that that mental part of it that we've been talking about where you're kind of letting it go when you're not 
taking the stress with you. Yeah, How I'm is studying that working it. For you? Well, I'm studying. I'm watching a lot of Jomez and a lot of, you know, post coverage and live coverage and, you know, just kind of like diving into, um, the pros and, and how they get it to come out so fluidly. And I, and I've always, like you said, it always looks like I'm kind of like struggling with it and, uh, or making it harder than bearing it should down, be. Yeah. yeah so that first drive at, at, at McDade, it was, it came out so easy. And, and I was like, well, what's the big deal? You know, just, just throw like Eagle, you know, just kind of get up there and it looks like he's throwing a paper plate and it goes 600 feet. Slow is smooth, but, smooth as far. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Oh, and Lord. sometimes you surprise oh, yourself because you're like, I'm going to take some off of this um, for whatever reason. And it goes further than you can imagine. So it's it's not, you know, it's not about the muscle. It's about the finesse. And uh, and that's kind of something that I've learned in the over the past three weeks. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing if I can squeeze into a tournament sometime. But you, you know, better playing, get on that keyboard. You better get that keyboard. Ready. I know. I need you a manager. There right there. You ain't getting in. I mean, that's incredible. I Even, you know, what, watching, go ahead, Meredith, what were you going to say? Um, so down south where I'm from in Clute, they have this thing called the Mosquito Festival. And I think there's a nine hole at that Clute course, but they're going to be adding baskets to make it 18. So it's like the Mosquito Mash or whatever. I think it's in July, but. That sounds good. Saying, at the, the registration's in May and yeah. Where is Clute? It's down in Angleton, like by the coast. Okay. Like Freeport, Surfside. Yeah. All right. I'll look it up. Sounds good. About two feet above sea level. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. Lots of chemical plants. Yeah. (laughs) Hey. Why you don't know where it is? Did you see the video on on hole four that I sent from McDade? Everybody that knows McDade, they're all familiar with that. In fact, my wife told me, she said they, they released the dam. So that always means it might flood your house here. And so they <laughs> they released some water at the dam out at Lake Conroe. And I managed to find a break in the in the weather. And I went out and, and of course, there's whole four. And, it you know, it, it's it was playable. It was like the basket was two feet in inbounds, you know, on, on the grass. I could have thrown up, but I wasn't in the mood for losing the disc. I, by the way, I've lost a lot of discs since I started doing this flick thing. I've lost some good stuff. It's just been, yeah, it's been pretty sad. But, but hey, hole five at McDade was spectacular with that added river <laughs> running across half of the fairway. Uh, made made for a really good hole, but anyway. It's good to get out, you know. It's good. It's good to be out. Um, uh, I was kind of like uh, wanting to. I felt the pull to be there with you guys, Meredith, and uh, to just see it all go down. Um, I had some stuff come up where I wasn't able to make it out, but congratulations again, Meredith. Uh, proud of you. Good job. Thank Keep you it going. so much. How many is that now? Are you counting? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't remember if I've had an FPO win. I mean, I might have, I just, since 2018, when I moved up, I'm just usually not winning ever. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, and it was a small field. It was me and Haley and me had, me and Haley battle back and forth, like 
we battle. Like she, she was the first, one of the first FPOs for me to play against and she will upon me. It was her and a Courtney Cannon. Um, so it's, I've just, I've loved the whole experience. I've gotten to get over my geeking out over, you know, big names, if you want to call it, but, um, I've just I've been able to work on my mind game. And, and one thing I didn't put in my recap was I have a really bad habit of counting scores or looking at scores and then keeping the numbers in my head on where I'm at and all that. And I told myself that I wasn't. And so I didn't, you know, I had, I had a little bit of a cushion going around too, but I was like, Mayor, stop. Like, don't do not count, go shot for shot, pay attention to your game, or as you say, mind your own game. And so I did, I did just that. And then towards the end, I, I caught myself, I was giving it up. Like JT mentioned, you know, 17 to 20, like I started just giving it up, swipe, swipe, swipe. And then I'm like, Oh, well, what's happening. And I would want to look and I'm like, no, don't do it. And then at one point, cause we are all the women are together. And I was like, is Rachel beating me? Like what? I want to look. I'm like, don't. And so I was very proud of myself. I didn't look Good at the job. score. And, um, I actually thought Haley got me on that round, but it wasn't, it, that wasn't the case, but at least I didn't. Cause me and numbers don't, we don't jive together very well. I think I overthink them and <laughs> don't need the stress. No, I, learned, like, I definitely learned my lesson. Technology, you don't need it, uh, during the round. Unless oh, I did even try that. I was like, I was like, Haley, I zipped up my, my phone in there. I was like, I do not have my phone. Cause she didn't have her phone. I'm like, there's something to that. Like, I don't have my phone. Just slap me. Slap me if I take it out. <laughs> but I took it out for some pictures, but for the most part, didn't even like look because I would be bad about going on Facebook or just passing time, especially because we had holdups. Like at one point we had like two cards to wait for um, on one of those crazy holes. So uh, I was happy that I didn't even go and scroll and like, so because I can, I'm so easily distracted. So I really think it helped me still stay present did you um, play with nikki and rachel as well yeah 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 okay. and we had a new girl jojo she's awesome like she played novice girl oh man she's got game it's so cool she's plugging into the chick say some chains i hope to see more of her she's in the central so she may um go check out the chick say some chains central side but it was fun to see like she's been playing about a year uh, it's really cool to see everybody's different style and their approach to the game. And I think that's just, you know, the fun of flight guys. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Well, great. Good luck this weekend. I guess that's this weekend. Mm -hmm. um, Not even Saturday, thinking of, Saturday. yeah, I can pee, but I'm like more so focused on getting everything done. So. Right. Yeah. Well, you Be got sure. our help. Yep. So if you need anything, let us know. Sweet. All right. Well, good luck. Can't wait till this weekend. Get y'all some live coverage. Next weekend, Chrissy's going to be on, have some special guests. So sorry she couldn't be on this weekend. Just some things didn't work out, but we appreciate that. We'll see her next weekend as well. And until then, everybody, play, play disc, disc golf. golf. Play disc golf. Go find Throw some joy. in the air. My og. Uh, my uh <laughs> mind your own game hey i heard i heard somebody say that watching the joe miss somebody said mind your own game mind hey i said that Peace. Peace. <laughs> all right we'll see you
Do your TV and just come outside. We're gonna take you on a beautiful ride. The Fling Show. 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 The Fling Show.